0: So we see a lot of arguing in the world as always, and if we would uh, take things at face value it would seem that the arguing is over particular specific things. The arguing is over A, it's over B, it's over C, over e, D, over E. Did we get that right? Whatever it is. The alphabet. It's over specific things. And, uh, you know, everybody's just righteousness and truth incarnate and wants simply the truth and the righteousness and the, and the goodness and is uh, fighting for the justice and the truth and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But obviously what's everybody's Uh, The dirty little secret, uh, a quiet little uh, thing that we don't say, that is that we absolutely obviously do not give one hoot about the quote unquote truth. We don't even know what truth is, what that word might possibly stand for. We have no idea what we're doing and what we're doing is just some kind of unconscious movement of of who knows what we're we're hardly even aware of our own existence never mind of what comes out of our mouth and in the same for the person we're arguing with and everybody else and that's that so there's really nothing to say so what about if we really wanted the quote unquote truth if we really wanted to find compromise with another person if we really wanted to uh, to, to attain something in a, in a in a higher elevated human way what would we do would we simply continue to say I'm right you're wrong I'm right da, da. no we would would do something different so we can try to brainstorm what we could possibly then do. So I'd say that the first thing to understand, obviously, is that every single person means good. Meaning, when we say, oh, that's a person that doesn't mean good, we simply haven't taken a step to consider their motive. Every person must act for a motive, and the motive fundamentally must be what we would call positive. A person must calculate that a particular modification of experience will lead to them feeling a little bit closer to their necessary self in the state of nature if we if we think a little bit we can strategize a little more but in the state of nature that's it it's we want to attain a feeling that is the closest one to the one that we necessarily have to strive to be in, uh, to so say. Uh, So for example, one person uh, based on his or her psychology feels the way he or she wants to feel when he or she is very kind and serves other people. Another person on the other end of the spectrum when he or she is very cruel and manipulative and abusive, goodness forbid and all kinds of things, but it's the same thing. The motive is the same. The means are different. Everybody wants X, but how to get to X, everybody takes a different route. Some routes are very destructive and horrible. Other routes are beautiful and amazing. And so, some get the X, some never do, but it's always the same thing. So if we take some time to examine the motives. We say that every single person means good by necessity. There's no getting out of it. There's no exceptions. There's no, but this one time, but my uncle Bob, my aunt Sally, you don't understand. There's none of that. We all mean good 100% of the time one hundred percent of us. So that that will be the first step. We understand that. Uh, from there, we have to ask, why is it that people squabble? Why is it that we, uh, you know, we, we 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 come across as so miserable and so narrow and so small? Uh, and what we said we would say, it's because the default condition of uh, the unregenerate human animal is one of wretchedness. Meaning, we're not automatically human beings. We're not automatically. Uh, in any kind of state that we want to be. We start off as babies. We have a little gap of time when we're little kids where we're not per se wretched. But then uh, as we're individuated, in in the vast majority of cases there's some crazy things in the world but but the vast majority of cases uh we uh, our default state is one of wretchedness and it's irrespective of our temperament it's irrespective of our natural kind of inclinations obviously some people are kinder some people are nicer some people are more cruel some people are more vicious but we're talking about a basic state we're an animal in our initial state and we have to work really really hard When unrelenting moral uh, pursuit and focus to ever stand a chance of of escaping that state, of escaping our selfishness, our narrowness, our creatureness, our vanity, all of that, it's really hard work. So consequently, all of us are, we're we're invalids, we're sick in, in the head and in the heart, most especially. We're sick. So consequently, the only reasonable thing is to is to to be as sympathetic as possible to our own self and to others without deviating, obviously, from the truth, not bending things. But at the same time, and that to consequently view uh, uh, each other's follies through that lens, not to say that's a person that has it all figured out that that that's a person that is, you know, fundamentally better than me because here she has something I don't have. Uh, Here she has the the purse that I don't have here. She has the watch that I don't have the suit, the car, the job. So I'm free to be vicious and cruel to that person. This person disagreed with me. I can't believe it. Now it's to understand that's another person that's as wretched as I am, irrespective of the outer signs and the superficiality. And we say things in light of that wretchedness. We say things in light of that creatureliness that we reach out for to involve our self-will, our vanity. We find some kind of statements that have some kind of backwater associations with things that we feel that we need for our self-esteem and that's how we communicate by and large. So that would be the way to view what another person is saying. It's not to take it at face value, not to disrespect it, to look down, oh, I'm not gonna take what you're saying seriously, but it's not not to take it in a way where we have permission to, to immediately begin an argument and begin to say, no, you're wrong and this and that. We have to be sympathetic. To to ourselves, first and foremost, and to other people. So from there, uh, we wouldn't then interpret the words per se literally what a person is saying a person is saying what he or she uh, needs to say out of his or her emotional needs from there we would try to reach into the other person's experience with simple clear concise words and try to find something there to refer to that we also have in our own experience and consequently we can set up a line of communication for example we can reach into another person's world and instead of simply throwing empty uh, words, that we have our own associations with that that person, for example, how could you? You hurt me so bad. This is so wrong. You're so evil. I can't believe you. This is da da da. Right? Instead of this, obviously not going to go anywhere. We find some kind of the uh, fishing line to so say to throw into the other person's experience. For example, we say, "Can you please tell me a time when you felt uh, sad?" Okay, the person describes it. We're obviously uh, making a lot of assumptions here that this is possible. We see we can easily reach a point where such communication is impossible, so then we can fight it out or or go our separate ways. But if we can communicate, we can try to do that. So we say, describe a time that you felt sad. The person describes it. Now we try to figure out, have I ever felt like this? Okay, now I have, so I'm going to use the term sad to refer to that, what I have experienced and what the other person has experienced based on my present understanding. Can you tell me a time when you felt happy, when you felt that, like you got what you wanted? Now we find that in our own experience and it's the same thing. So we establish these lines of communication and then we're using these words that have the same meaning for both of us as opposed to meaning that's based off of our own, again, unconscious associations based on our unique uh, individualized experience. A- and then we go from there and we say, what is it that you truly want? Obviously, what each of us really truly wants is we want to attain the good. We want to uh, uh, to, to not be wretched. We want to not be miserable. We just don't know it. And on a certain level, we do want to be wretched. On a certain level, we bathe in our misery. That's <laughs> our whole thing. But on an even deeper level, still, we would insist that we don't want to. On a deeper level, we all have the same nature that is seeking its realization in each individual case. And that's what we really truly want. So consequently, the only really um justifiable we would even say uh, uh, justification of communication again rhyme is uh is to try to aid another person and, and to elevate them and bring them out of their wretchedness and their animality how do we do that by offering them some kind of truth some kind of honest thing that we can say that a person can accept and not just spit out and can then use to pull him or herself up for example literal um analogy would be somebody is is stuck in a in a hole somebody's stunk uh, excuse me stunk stuck in a in a cave and we throw them a rope and we pull them up a little bit or in a well. Even if it's just a little bit, we don't have the strength to do it more, or the person stops uh, you know, climbing. Okay, but we tried. We threw them a rope. So that's what we gotta try to do. We each create this super duper thick cocoon of our delusions and our Uh, deceptions and our lies and and, and our nonsense that that we've uh, specifically custom-tailored to accommodate our individual uh, wretchedness based on our past, based on our individuality. So our, our job then when we communicate with another person is to try to dissolve that just a little bit. Try to elevate them just a little bit. So to do that, we have to, again, want to do that. That has to be the goal. If we enjoy beefing and squabbling with other people too much, okay, fine, then do that. If we enjoy... Um, you know, uh, debating, okay, we can join the debate team somewhere, no problem. But if we really want to try to strive toward humanity and communicate like a human being, that would be the purpose of our communication to try to elevate another person. Obviously, also for that, we have to work on ourselves. If we're wretchedness incarnate ourselves and we don't even have a single glimmer of light uh, which can uh, kind of uh, illuminate things for us, that we obviously that we're also. Not a candidate for real human communication. We're stuck with with ourselves until somebody helps us, or until we decide to help ourselves. But if we have even a little bit glimmer of light, we don't have to be perfect. We don't have everything figured out, but we have a tiny little bit of self knowledge where we can look at ourselves objectively. We can see the state that we're in, then we can try to begin to help ourselves and help others by using words properly and by using communication for its highest purpose. So we can think about it. Thank you for listening.